What's good? It's Ozman the Wizard. And Naima. And this is not another damn podcast. Presented by our damn selves. 171. Yeah, we're getting there. Shout out to the lovely jazz course creative. J Scope, first fitness belt that covers the entire midsection, provides 100% comfort during your workouts. And the summer is unofficial this weekend. You no know, Labor Day is here. Yeah, even though um technically we still got a few more weeks of summer, but this is really when it ends. In 2020, summer never really happened anyway. No, it did. We had some hot days, but it wasn't it wasn't a real summer. Wasn't yeah. real. And we didn't go outside. No, beach. I'm saying like all it was, we just had hot <laughs> weather. It was like hot weather and summer are two different things. Summertime shy, like we know how summertime shy is. It's like yeah, it's yeah. pretty pretty dope. But this year uh-huh. was pretty trash. Oh yeah. Sorry. Mm-hmm. It's like, mommy, can we go to the-? I said we can't go to the beach. Why? Because of coronavirus. Everything I already got. Mommy. Y'all have we- a twenty minute zoo visit and shit or something like that. Yeah, we went to the zoo for like twenty minutes, literally. See, trash, <laughs> literally, like I said. Because nothing was open. It was nothing open in there. We're like they was like we went oh, to the lakefront once, I think, this summer. They one said time. we regret they was like I hit, oh. I hit the way I hit the lakefront path one time. They said that uh, about the cause we went to see the big cats. We went to see the lions and tigers and shit. And oh then they God. was like, uh, <laughs> yeah, they was like, uh, yeah, the big cat house is closed, but we had plenty of other attractions. And they always saw with some vultures and a, a pelican or something or a, a stork, whatever. You, I was about to say you saw Zion Williamson. <laughs> Lonzo Ball was hanging out at the bitch. <laughs> it was birds of prey. That's where it was. That's what the exhibit was called, Birds of Prey, and that's all that was there that we saw. Brandon Ingram was in the building. <laughs> I was like, this is not a good visit. So we left, and we was like, yeah, this this was it. And then it was hot. Yeah, that was a waste. <laughs> it was like 95 degrees, too, so it was hot. And then a mask, and we was like, yeah. Total waste. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> but I just wanted to get the kids outside. So, like, I'm tired of like, them being in the house. They need to get outside and play. Mm-hmm. But um, I did look at the upcoming forecast for Chicago, and it's definitely going to be autumn this week because, like, the median temperature is, like, around 73, 74. So I'm like, yeah, <laughs> there's a fall right there. The real for me is when I go in Walgreens. And then, of course, like, a couple of weeks ago, I saw, you know, you already see the Halloween stuff. But um, yeah. last week I saw Thanksgiving shit in there. So I was like, okay. yeah, it's definitely um. The end of summer. Yeah. <laughs> if I'm seeing stuff in the Thanksgiving, I they got a few Thanksgiving things. Up. Y'all doing too much. I was like, y'all already looking towards the Thanksgiving. Like, really? Man, guess I heard guess that. Guess that. Guess y'all gonna kick your Black Friday sales off this week too. I guess that's what's next. Then I heard the announcement that someone said on the Sirius uh, XM. They was like, "Yes, and we're exactly three months to holiday shopping to holiday season." And I'm like, "I just said that, yeah." Sorry, I was like, "Friday." I just said it. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, wait a minute. You're gonna start going from summer to Black Friday. That's good. That's what's gonna happen. Like Black Friday is gonna be the Friday before Labor Day. That's what. <laughs> 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 Such an early, early, early Christmas yeah. shopping. <laughs> early, early. Forget about those procrastinators in November. The real Black <laughs> Friday is this Friday before Labor Day. Come on down. Be there at Foreman Mills. Almost <laughs> 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 like this, I'm glad I don't celebrate Christmas. As long yeah. as I'm happy about that, I don't celebrate. Because it's going to happen. Too much. It's. 
<sighs> it's that's a lot of Thanksgiving stuff. So what's that? What's next? Like Christmas stuff in August? I know they got Christmas in July, but Christmas in August? August. Really? <laughs> that's August. Good. Whatever here, that. Christmas gonna be year round eventually. Mm-hmm. Like you know, in December twenty fifth, this is gonna be another day off. You know, from work. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be celebrated year round. You know, yeah, but whatever. Mm-hmm. We need some happiness of what's going on right this now. Whack ass year, yeah. We need to laugh. We need to smile. Like mm-hmm. I need to. Mm. But ish, 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 where do we start with the party? What do you what? What do you got? Um, Should we just go with the we can go with the school starting? So schools are gonna start. We can start here. Um so a lot of people well not a lot, but some schools did start because if you were a suburban school or a Catholic school. Some charter schools. Some charter schools did start like last week, I want to say. They started like August 24th, I want to say. Of course, um, colleges started a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, for colleges. And I'm just... Like I'm, I, I can't even imagine like being a parent. You send your child, your, your child, because eighteen, you're still a child. You send your child away to school, and it's right. like, I can imagine the nerves. Like, I mean, I wouldn't want to send my child away. Try to so, get him to stay home for one year, and then next yeah. year try to go away. That's what I would do. Yeah. Yeah. Like, won't you just um? First of all, like first of all, first of, yeah, I was say I was gonna say yeah. First of all, um, just. Go to a local school, like, and take your courses online at that local. Mm-hmm. Like, go to somewhere like Chicago State or something yeah. and do online classes. And then it's worry about going college. away next year. <laughs> it's a lot of community colleges in Chicago. Jimmy King College, eighty-nine point uh, three FM. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's a whole. What's it like? Seven or eight? Olive, Olive like, Harvey, the the seven yeah. cities and colleges of Chicago. There you go. See, you know, you Man, know what I'm talking I'm about. Along. Yeah, yeah we used to run them damn commercials on KKC <laughs> all the time. Yeah. <laughs> Because, I mean, I honestly, like, I mean, I went to Illinois, so, I mean, I wouldn't feel comfortable sending a child to Illinois. I just wouldn't. Mm-hmm. Although Illinois does have a testing thing that they are working on where they're doing a saliva test for um, COVID rather than going the nose. So they're working on that technology. I think they're trying to get it officially branded. The nose thing is trash. Have you taken the COVID test? I haven't yet. Yeah. Like, I haven't yet. I'm nervous as hell. Yeah, I'm nervous as hell. What was that, um, I think Arnold Schwarzenegger total recall they did when they put the thing up his nose. I think that's that's what it felt. That's what um, I was having flashbacks to that. People say like tickles your brain. I'm like, okay, I can't do this. Yeah, the thing up the nose is no joke. I mean, I've been avoiding people anyway. <laughs> but I am going to take one. I mean, if Illinois, I might make the drive to Champagne. If Illinois gets this uh, saliva one, I might hit 57 and go down. Like, I'm an alum anyway. <laughs> Gave my test. <laughs> but um, schools are starting back for CPS, Chicago Public Schools. They start mm-hmm. on, they always start the Tuesday after Labor Day. Mm-hmm. We know this if you live in Chicago. Since and, we were kids, it started. But I think yeah. um, I think they they added that extra day. I want to say it was Wednesday back when um, we got the extra day because the teachers came back the Tuesday. Right. The students came back right. the Wednesday. I think that's how it was. Yeah. Now everybody comes back that everybody Tuesday. Everybody comes back Tuesday. Mm-hmm. So we did um, a virtual meeting on Thursday, my daughter's school. So yeah. um, it was just kind of like, I mean, it's just a different mindset that we have to prepare because this is something that all of us uncharted territories for everybody. Yeah, it's going to suck, but um, it is what it is at this point. <laughs> but the teachers have uh, that her teacher was saying that she was saying that 
they're a lot more prepared now because in March when this happened, they just basically got thrown like here, figure it out basically in March because it was just like no preparation. They brought no. teach classes at the media school. Like when they sent us home and <laughs> said, "Okay, teach class," and like anybody who's taking my classes, I'm very hands on with the way I teach. Right. Like um, I rather you um. I'd rather you do it than me tell you how to do it. That's why. Uh-huh. So, like, I throw you in there, and then you actually, okay, do this, hit that. It's like I'm more a museum of science and industry than art institute, like the way I do it. <laughs> Whereas, yeah, like, art institute, you're looking more. I'm more like hands on the way uh-huh. I teach class. So when they send us home, it's like so I feel bad for my students that have me in like April, part of May, May, especially April. Like the April students, like um, they didn't get that the full experience of Oz because <laughs> it was right. trash. So, well, <laughs> man, like I got better. Like now I think I'm pretty decent doing online. Yeah. But she was like, the April way. students have been in all listening. Sorry. I know I was, I know I sucked when y'all took my class. But we were all figuring out. And then like, it was a lot of te- technology issues where like, you know, like, people couldn't log into like the classroom because like, uh, RE school uses Google classroom. That's what they use. Mm-hmm. So it's like, people don't know how to log in and, and not be a funny if you have parents who aren't like we're in a generation where we grew up with Windows ninety five. Like Windows start ninety five started when I was in high school. I'm a Gen Xer right here. Yeah, um, you're that weird. I don't know what the hell you taste like millennial, but not at the same time. I, don't I know call myself a Zenio. I think that's the best phrase because I'm part X and then I'm part millennial. So that's why I say Zenio. That's the perfect thing for me. A Zenio. I'm not a millennial. They're too young. I'm a <laughs> You're an exit, right? All day. Two words for you. Suck it. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> you remember that? <laughs> Generation X. This is my hit it too. <laughs> Went back. <laughs> Went back on that ass. <laughs> we were when I was in high school. Yeah, it was but, like um, 98, 99, yeah. 2000 when that shit was popping. <laughs> but, um, like, if you're not a tech-savvy person, like, it's some kids who have guardians that are like their grandparents or like the older generation, like our mom like, <laughs> or even like if you're like 50. Well, sometimes you might 50 and you still don't know shit. Cause yeah. I have older students in my class. Matter of fact, I got one in there now. I'm not going to call him out, but like, <laughs> he, like he slows the class down every day. Like, I try not to laugh, but um, yeah, <laughs> he's um not the most technically savvy. And so if he's not technically savvy, he probably won't hear this podcast. But I'm still <laughs> the class base might hear it though. But yeah, y'all know who I'm talking about that are in my class. Like he's like, <laughs> this dude is hectic. <laughs> but he's he an older care. guy, so that's what I get. It. It's like <laughs> it's like it's gonna be hard for you to try to keep up with your kids. So mm-hmm. it is like it was a learning curve for everybody. And then even um, Ariana's uh, the dean of Ariana's school. He said uh, the new phrase that they're gonna have is "no parent left behind." <laughs> <laughs> Shout out George George W. Bush. <laughs> <laughs> no, he said that's the phrase now. No parent left behind. <laughs> so it made me just crack up laughing when he said that. Because I was like, I know some people, like, even in the virtual thing when they was like trying to explain it is some people like, well, how do you log? And I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm like, mm-hmm. some of these people they gonna have these kids not being able to log in and <laughs> like practice logging in before Tuesday because Tuesday we go live. Don't just like try to go up there. Have Tuesday. a couple of practice dinners like Martin Simpson. <laughs> right. Practice go live on Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> you have these babies in here not knowing what they're doing and mm-hmm. 
But I mean, it is camera like, facing the wrong way. Like that one dude, I was looking at the, the his, he was like looking at his TV the whole time. Or whatever. Yeah, but you never burst the camera. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> towards you, you got it facing that way. So I'm seeing whatever is on that side of the room. Well, you see a cup of, you see like a cup of coffee on the table. It's like okay, like, seeing all the junk that's on the other side of your house. Right. Turn the camera around, dude. It's like I can't see who you are. You got your camera flipped. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, it is important also that in the midst of this pandemic, um, and I saw a good post that, you know, us as parents have to remind ourselves, mm-hmm. they're like, anytime you feel impatient with your six-year-old, I said, because this one, this one hit me because my, my baby is five. So mm-hmm. when the person was like, when uh, I feel myself getting upset, my six-year-old, they said, I remember that I picked them up in March one day from school and they never got to see their friends again. It was like, even as an adult, it's hard to process that as an adult, let alone a six-year-old. So just be a little more patient, basically. Like, so I forget, like, the person who had, but this meme has been flowing around Facebook mm-hmm. for a while. And I'm like, it is important to just remember that your children are going through it, too. So they're experiencing different emotions. We're experiencing different emotions. And we all just kind of try to... Fucking suck, man. Try to make sense of it. But we want to do the best we can. I showed myself on Facebook that I got going for Ari. So I got my little setup. Her little corner is in my living room, but she got her own workstation. Got my little setup too. I've been putting some magic together on this thing. <laughs> Stay tuned, and I'll say that. Yes, yes. Uh-huh. But you just gotta, you gotta do the best you can do. I mean, we all at home working. We're not, but I mean, look, the ones who are fortunate, if we are able, if we are, yes, home. not forget that. Yeah, some people um yeah, haven't got haven't gotten a paycheck since like April last. Yeah. So, like, well, so people are actually out there on the front lines having to deal with the public every day. So yeah. mm-hmm. let's be, you know, let's just be mindful and be more empathetic. Like I said, that's the I word. Got I got friends that about. just came back to work after getting furloughed, like in April, just came back like August. Yeah, one of my guys, I won't say his name, even though he posted it on his line, but um, yeah. It's, it's rough out here. It's rough, yeah, it is. But let's just be more empathetic about what others are going through. And if you are lucky enough and fortunate enough, if you've been getting paid since March, <laughs> just do that. I mean, I know some days it can be tough, but look in the mirror and go like this. Yeah. Just cheese in the mirror. And Smile like Duval said. Yeah. <laughs> Smile. Smile. When I get to my mobile, I'm like, oh, this is so hot. And then I just go back and I'm like, you know what? It could be a lot worse things happening right now, so I'm, I just gotta swallow this pill and. Yeah. <laughs> just I always count my blessings. Oh yeah, smile about it. Well, I'm appreciative of um. That's why I always end this podcast by thanking the people. Like I appreciate. Yeah, it. absolutely. Yes, I, I began in all my radio shows like that. I thanking the people. I appreciate each and every one of you. Mm-hmm. Like that's all. As human beings, we tend to not um. Like gratitude is real. Like we tend to not be grateful mm-hmm. about. Like, all we do, like, as humans, like, let's be honest, we, we're a bunch of complaining motherfuckers. Take, take. We, take. we, we always look at what we don't have instead of looking at what we do have. Right. It's like, mm-hmm. that's just how human nature is. Shout out Michael Jackson. It's like, it's just mm-hmm. human. Tell me why. Tell them that it's just human nature. <laughs> it is, though. I mean, well, you just try to be, be grateful for what you do have, especially if you're getting a check every week or every two weeks. Like, be thankful. And the CPS, um, like, my thing that just blew my mind, and I'm like, I can't believe it's just still kids out there who don't have devices, who don't have access to air, and like, it just... Yeah. But it's a lot of people who don't have that. There's a lot of people. 
it's Hell, a lot most of-, of the world doesn't have internet. It's like, <laughs> we're privileged. It's like, <laughs> that just makes you go like. I don't have an exact number, but I'd imagine um like twenty five percent of the people in the world probably have internet in the house. <laughs> Seventy five don't probably. Like, it's about worldwide. They call it worldwide. the worldwide web, but it's probably only about twenty five percent of people that have that shit in the house. I'd mm-hmm. imagine. <laughs> mm-hmm. Because CPS has um like I said, people who are listening in Chicago, if you have a child in CPS, if oh, you we got some worldwide listeners too, almost uh, cause I've been checking um our um metadata, yeah. We got worldwide. We got um, I think Dublin, Ireland. Somebody's oh shit! All right, somebody regularly (laughs) listens in Ireland. I want to know who that is. Right, (laughs) my Dublin person hit us in the comments because I want to know because I see um because I checked the um metadata and I was like oh Dublin okay yeah I'm like we got people pretty much on all the continents yeah. I'm like, we got to go to Ireland one day. We're going to break the numbers down after the podcast goes off. I bring, I don't want to bore the people here with it. Yeah. But um, hey, I meant to tell you that earlier that, uh, yeah, we got a, a worldwide following on this thing. We got some Irish ancestry way down, way down the line. We got some Irish ancestry back, mm-hmm. back generations. But <laughs> yeah, maybe we, um, maybe we celebrate St. Patrick's Day this coming year. Yeah. All right, <laughs> listeners in Ireland, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> um, Oh, I was saying uh, with CPS, if you are a parent and you um, if you do qualify income wise, you are eligible for up to four years of free Internet. If you are income, if your income is within the standards. Uh-huh. So they did announce that for CP for um, Chicago, like uh, Lori Leifler, our mayor, did announce that. So okay. um, just look at these resources and everything. So I'm just putting it out there for the parents and stuff, because. It's like this internet thing. Like if you have the devices, but you ain't got the internet, your kid ain't gonna be able to go into this stuff. So mm-hmm. you gotta have all your ducks in a row. You gotta have all that done. But mm-hmm. I will be checking in later with my parents. Like I said, hit us in the comments too. Like if you need to just because <sighs> <laughs> you could be looking like it's <laughs> gonna be looking crazy right now. But we gonna keep each other lifted. We gonna keep each other lifted up. So. Yeah, I'm looking at the numbers. I won't bore you now. We're talking. <laughs> <laughs> some interesting places where we got people. <laughs> like some countries I got to look up. I couldn't point out on a map some of these countries. <laughs> I'm like, okay. Don't follow us. Where's we that one? I appreciate you. <laughs> I want to be more diverse and anyway, more culturally diverse and be aware mm-hmm. and be more. Mm-hmm. So, when you know more about others and their situations, then it You're makes appreciative, you, yeah. It makes you well rounded. You're appreciative. You know, so you don't want to be an ass and just only know about what you know about just in your four corners. It's called living <laughs> in a bubble. Yeah. Even though right. we're all living in bubbles now, kind of with this pandemic. <laughs> Shout out the NBA bubble. What you want to talk a little bit? Let's bore our <laughs> little sports a little bit. We could talk about it. Nah, 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 nah. Going there because oh. um, I'm kind of light this week. I don't know like what you got, but I'm kind of lightweight on like material this week. Last yeah, week was super bit. heavy. It's like I'm kind of lightweight. So There's some stuff I can well, do. Ordinarily, I will push the NBA talk back to the end, but we're doing that shit right now. Though, uh, I'm a little lightweight this week. <laughs> well, NBA. It was, um, it was a slow week for me. <laughs> but, um, NBA. Uh, now we're all in the second round now. Yeah. Yeah. And we all know the players did return to work. I don't know if we where we left off. Last, yeah, I think they had returned last week. I don't. Yeah, remember. they had. 
we and people, about yeah, we talked about how they said about the voting, about how they um going to open all the re- arenas now. Yeah. For, um, for, uh, back, they back into the bubble. Well, some are no longer in the bubble. <laughs> Shout out the um, Jazz have gone fishing. The um, who else has gone fishing since last time? I'm trying to remember. Mavericks. Uh, uh, Mavericks, Philadelphia, I think, had already gone fishing. But if they didn't, they are they out of there now. So, mm-hmm. um, oh, shout out to the fucking Oklahoma City Thunder, man. What, yeah. a, run, what a run that team had. That was a series. And just in general, like the whole season, like mm-hmm. nobody expected shit from that team. I thought they were going to be down there with the Bulls, one of the worst teams in the league. <laughs> and after they traded Paul George and when they traded Westbrook, I thought um they'd be down there with the Knicks, like one of the worst teams in the NBA. I said, okay, C is going to be trash. The Bulls, the Knicks, like I have like my worst 10. And then like, um, it didn't happen that way. Like they, um, what a rebuild. Like they, um, they didn't tank. They got like a, um, six suitcases of picks and they still got, um, they got young guys like Shea Gilders, Alexander on their team. And they got veterans like Chris Paul. Um, they got Aquaman. They got, um, yeah, they got veterans. They got um Gallinari, like they got vets. They got a good mix of vets, young guys, and then like ten suitcases of draft picks that they got from Houston and the Clippers. Mm-hmm. So they got like so much that um that's how you do a rebuild. It's like yeah, you can compete now. You got all these suitcases of you draft have resources that you can. You and know, you got, yeah, you got vets, yeah, with you now, yeah. and you got young players on the roster like SGA. Yeah, they, mm-hmm. they that's a nice little rebuild. Yeah, Dennis Schroeder, who should have won six man of the year because the um, Clippers is a sham. Because how can um, Montres Harrell and Lou Williams be nominated for six man of the year? So Schroeder should have won by default. They should have disqualified both of them because because <laughs> I know him, Montres Harrell Lou did win a six man of the year. But so what is Lou Williams the seventh man? It's like like what's really, like, so I'm saying like how can both six guys win six point two? Yeah. Don't add up, yeah. So I thought Schroeder should have won by default because <laughs> but Schroeder played his ass off. With but that was a good series, though. Mm-hmm. It was. Mm-hmm. And um, just to Chris Paul, it's like he's looking like well, – he's looking like the new Chris Paul. <laughs> he's, he's the new Chris Paul. You think Alfonso Ribeiro at the beginning of the season, and now he looks, right. like, he looks like Chris Paul again. Right. Oh, <laughs> Chris Paul. Those commercials are just hilarious to me. I mean, those, that's the perfect person. Alfonso Ribeiro does like great value. Chris Paul, he does. But um, Chris Paul was playing his ass off. He was looking like CP3 for real, like out there. He was them dishes and assists he was dishing and them threes he was hitting. I was like, okay, Chris Paul can play again. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then James Harden, like, I mean, he disappeared in game seven, but they say he disappears in game sevens. But, you know, but they did pull it out. Houston pulled it out. He had to, man. They had, yeah, that would have been. Now then, um, depend like we recording this on Sunday afternoon, so um, depending on what happens, um, with the Lakers game, Houston is in a good position right now. Mm-hmm. That was on the brink of elimination just a couple days ago. Was um, because they, they stole Game One from the Lakers in the second mm-hmm. round. So yeah. I think that they wasn't ready. I think LeBron and AD was like, "What?" They had too much time off too. Like, it was like um, Houston just played a grueling game seven. The Lakers been chilling for a while. They yeah. had a, they had some time off, so they had a glorified sweep. So yeah, yeah. And then um, mm-hmm. the other series, uh, Toronto is making it a series now because uh, OG and Obi. <laughs> they came back and they won. They won the game. So now it's a tie series. This is two Shout two. Shout out Rock Chris Fred Van Vliet. Damn it, <laughs> Van Vliet was winning his ass off oh, in that game. Baby. 
He was, he was playing his ass off in that last game. Wanted for Rockford. <laughs> <laughs> With the shot, though, when he hit that three at the end, the uh, OG, I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, I still don't know why Taco Fall was in the game for Boston. That was that was their fault, though, by having Taco. Like, they thought that he could block the inbound. Yeah, Eight-foot guy in, like, to guard the inbounds pass. It's like... <laughs> And yeah. Kyle Lowry is about my height. He's not my height, but next to Taco, he like he was like my height. <laughs> like he looked a little. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're thinking he couldn't get the inbound. That's what they were trying to do. It but didn't work I'm out. Moving that arm, um, hey, we still the champs <laughs> until you beat us. Because <laughs> like mm-hmm. I had to crow down the the nature boy Ric Flair. Yeah, if my wrestling fan to to be the man, you got to beat the man. So yeah, you got to <laughs> beat the man right? until they get beaten. They're the champs until you beat them. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And then um, um, Denver came back after that Clippers slapped them in the first game. Denver came back and said, "Jamal Murray and the Joker, they um, and I like uh, I like Jamal Murray. I do like Jamal Murray. He's like, I mean, they got something special in Denver. Like, I like him and Joker." I so like they got them. um secret weapons like in the stuck stashed away. Like so I think Michael Porter and Bowl Bowl are gonna be good down the line. So like mm-hmm. that's the young guys that barely play. I think they got secret yeah. weapons. Like yeah, so Denver's in a good position as well, too. Yeah. And my team, like of the first or the of the whole playoffs so far now, Miami Heat, baby. I was maybe right. I predicted it here. I said I'm going right in Miami all the way. Like we'll see what happens all um It'd be like, has any team ever come back down 3 nothing? I don't think that's No, no team has ever done it. Never in the history. Unless a miracle happens. Unless the, the, um, Giannis pulls off a miracle from a Greek miracle, then it's – He calls the Greek gods. He calls out Thor and Greek gods to come down and – little Greek mythology involved with this. <laughs> he calls them down to come in. Miami Heat probably uh, make it to the Eastern Conference Finals. Like unless some weird, unless some fuck shit happens with Milwaukee, like the Heat probably makes it. The Eastern. It's a sweep. Mm-hmm. And I was like, and I was like, I was, like, I was rooting for you, uh, Milwaukee. You're Chicago North, you know. It's like, come on, why are you embarrassing? Why you had uh, Milwaukee going to the finals? Except, I did. I did. Miami, and I got flamed. <laughs> and now, now they're looking at me like, oh, now people are looking like, yeah, because they looked at me crazy. when I said that couple weeks back you said on this podcast and i was like i'm going with the uh with milwaukee mm-hmm. i was like milwaukee's going to the finals you was like i, said, I got a hot take i said i've got miami taking i know you going i said now he eliminated milwaukee but going to the nba finals i said yeah, yeah. you said that now the first part is about to happen and the second part very could well happen and marcus what happens with toronto and boston like it depends if that goes seven games then like miami gets even is even better position Marcus said low key, um, he thinks that he's like uh, whoever wins that series. Because like, Marcus was right in Boston. That's who he thinks is going to go in. A lot of people um, called Boston too. Like, I Boston. did say Milwaukee said Boston was going to the finals. Mm-hmm. I was the only crazy motherfucker that said Miami. But Marcus is like, now he's like, you can't sleep on Miami. Because Marcus, like, Miami guy, he was, he was like, they can match up with anybody. He's like, what they have. They, they can literally offense, they got defense. They can match they got a bio, they got a dope ass center and shit. They, they got can match with everybody. So they got great shooting, man. So he, Marcus made a bold prediction. He said, okay, he was like, it's gonna be Boston and uh Miami in the conference finals. And he's like, and he said, whoever wins that series, I think it's gonna win the uh win it all. Mm-hmm. Whoever wins that series is gonna win it all. Go heat then. 
<laughs> that's what Marcus said. I was like, I was like, it's possible. What what? So what um? I have personal reasons too for rooting for Miami. <laughs> like I'm about <laughs> hashtag Team Petty right now and shit. This would be like the final like point and laugh slap in the face to Gar Pax and shit. Ah, Jimmy Butler go ahead. The and then they said that uh, because they said we can't win with Jimmy instead as our top guy. What if they win now? Then like that really shows how fucking stupid those two guys were. Just, that they said like let's trade him away. We can't win with him. Yeah. So that's why that's my petty reason for rooting for Miami. <laughs> Cause like just to see him lift the trophy and then I'm to post a meme of Gar Pax looking dumb. Like, like that, that's what I'm, it's like you said. You said we couldn't win with Jimmy as our best player and shit. And they, 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 they pretty much said that. That's why they traded him away. Said we got to rebuild. Like we can't win with Jimmy and shit. Yeah. So. And Jimmy, I did like Jimmy when he was with the Bulls and everything. I still like Jimmy. Like I said I'm still getting you out of that jersey I bought for Ariane, which is now Khalil's. I'm still getting you out of that jersey. Hey. <laughs> Yeah, there you go. Yeah, then um, you can say yeah, it was Jimmy before before he became a champion. That's what you say. <laughs> if if they do win, <laughs> have him wear the jersey. <laughs> I just said already right, when we were watching the game because she's like Jimmy Butler. I said yeah, he used to play with the Bulls. Yeah, you had a jersey. I said a jersey. She said oh yeah. She said oh yeah, the Butler jersey because Khalil wears it now. She's like okay, I know him. I know that jersey. I said yeah. We went to the game. We got popcorn dunked on us by Benny the Bull. It was a playoff game. Okay, she had the jersey. Okay, yeah, okay. They played Boston, ironically. Yeah. yeah, so that was that game. The Boston team was Butler's final games was a bull. They played one more and then they got eliminated. So that y'all went to one of Jimmy Butler's last games ever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's pretty cool that we you know we got to go to that game and mm-hmm. it was Ari's first playoff experience to those. The trade happened after that and everybody was pissed in Chicago. Yeah, I was pissed, yeah. But, yeah, people, you thought like the Rose thing kind of pissed people off. The Butler thing really pissed people. Yeah, it's like, what are you doing? Can we Rose? At least you could say, well, he's been injured multiple times. Injured. Yeah, 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 but, like, yeah. Butler was still like an all star. What each other was like, okay, like <laughs> y'all really? just tanking now, aren't you? <laughs> and they've sucked ever since that move. No, the positive that you did say that came out that can come out is you said our new GM. Was the one who put him in Denver? The, um, the um, executive that put that he, – he's the executive producer that put that team together in Denver. is <laughs> now in well, our – Well, that's so positive. So positive I'm, 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 I'm liking what Denver doing. I think the Clippers probably still take that series, but um, I'm rooting for Denver. It'll be nice. Just because, yeah. Yeah, they got a squad, yeah. Yeah, they do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They got a nice squad in Denver, yeah. Lakers and who are the Lakers? Lakers playing Houston. Like I said, Houston is in a good position. Yeah. Like that could go either way at this point. Like mm-hmm. probably I like, like, one, like one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. two days ago I said um I said um uh, I probably would have predicted the Lakers, but if Houston won, I would not be surprised. Houston is not scrubs, I man. They got two all stars, yeah. And then it's and then as Westbrook is getting his legs back, because Westbrook was injured, and he as he starts getting his legs back. He's gonna turn back threat. into beast bus with the Westbrook, yeah. That's a threat. When Westbrook beast mode, he beast mode. So it's like, you know, but yeah, it could go either way. Western is stacked. Like they got four legit teams. Like East, um, we thought had four legit. Like, but um, Milwaukee's proven they're not legit. <laughs> Why well, I see the meme and they had Giannis. They say Giannis look, they're making the same face that KD made when he joined uh, the Warriors this year. <laughs> 
Or LeBron when he walked out of the tunnel and again. <laughs> it's a kind of if Giannis takes his jersey off after losing to the Heat, ooh. <laughs> he's walking in the tunnel and like. Well, Giannis, you can just hit up '94 and come to the Bulls. Ah, uh-huh. to put some pieces around. Ah, uh-huh. mm-hmm. it's right to see you won't even have to sell your house really because you're still in the same area. Just a thought. That's all on the Bulls right there. If they put a team together, if you like, if you build it, he will come. Yeah, you gotta build it. <laughs> Build a squad and then he will come. <laughs> Zach means that he ain't going nowhere. Zach, I ain't going nowhere. So Zach is committed. Zach is he's all in. That's why you need people like that. Cause I have a lot of um idiots that that don't know shit about um team building. That um that team building is through two K and shit. That's all they know and shit. It's like building teams. They GM through two K. Playing my league in two K is what they know. <laughs> and shit. Yeah. Um, in real life, um. You need stars to like to recruit stars and shit, yeah. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like in the video game, yeah, they trade away Zach Levine because, yeah, oh, well, he a uh, he, uh, he, uh, he a ball, huh? He a gunner and or whatever the fuck they say about Zach. He don't play defense and all. But um, who you gonna get? Why? Why would Giannis come here without a Levine or anybody like that? Exactly. Like who's he gonna? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No shade. <laughs> yeah. Wendell Carter, none against these guys, but like nobody's coming to Chicago to play with them and shit. Right. You need like um stars to bring other stars in. That's what mm-hmm. that's, you think. Um, Kawhi would have went to the Clippers without the Paul George deal. Without Paul George, yeah, absolutely not. <laughs> like, wait, wait, that? He told him, yeah, get get um get Paul George and I signed. Because like the Lakers deal was on the table, as was the Raptors. Yeah, Clippers mm-hmm. were like third place because like they did they had a bunch of role players. He was like, give me Paul George and I signed, and they they went and got that motherfucker. Got Paul George, like, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Because, I mean, especially, like, and then, like, people want to try to act like, well, it's L.A. It's, like, it's more than, it's more than stuff to just be, like, L.A. is just not New York is New York, but they never get anybody because they fucking suck. Exactly. It's New York. Big Apple. It's, like, okay. That's what else is New York? The Brooklyn Nets. That's why KD and Kyrie signed there, not the Knicks. Mm The Knicks in New York ain't good enough. <laughs> you got to actually have a squad. and they Sorry, did. Sorry Spike. <laughs> okay, yeah. And James Dolan, like, she's treating Spike Lee like shit. Like, you got your, your world's most famous fan you treating like shit. Right. The Knicks is, Knicks Spike Lee is a Knicks. You can't treat Spike like that. He is a Knicks. Like, name a famous Knicks, Spike Lee. That's who most people are going to name because he'd be at every game with his, you know, it's a uh, blue and orange on still yeah, and since the, since the Reggie Miller days since they were arguing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we remember that happening in real time. <laughs> he grabs his nuts in front of Spike's wife and shit. <laughs> his wife is like, oh my. She's like, oh my. I'm looking dumb. Because <laughs> she was like. <laughs> very, very embarrassing. But um, playoffs have been um pretty, pretty good. Yeah. I mean, I thought it was going to be weird because of the bubble and the virtual fans and, you know, but after watching, I mean, like you kind of, you kind of don't think about it being. Yeah. Like basketball or two and all of that out. Yeah. They could play literally in an empty building and you would uh, eventually, you would forget about all that eventually. Like Mm -hmm. like the virtual fans helps make it feel a little bit normal. And plus the piped in sounds and all of that. A little warmer. Normal and shit. Yeah. But like if the ball is good, like you forget all about that other shit. That's why, yeah, there's been some good basketball. So we ain't even paying attention to the okay, video. Utah, uh, Dallas. That mm-hmm. series is fire. <laughs> mm-hmm. Fire series. 
But I think that this Lakers are huge. I think this is going to be the one to watch for this um, round. Absolutely, yeah. I think that's going to be the one. That's going to be the exciting one. That one might even go seven. Even though this um, Toronto-Boston series has been pretty damn entertaining, too. Yeah, it has. That's that's like the low-key one that was, like, low-key. Like, I I thought Toronto was going to, like, I thought Boston. Another team nobody gave a chance to. I didn't think they would be trash, but um, I I thought Toronto would be, like, six, seven, eight seed. I didn't see them, like, doing much in the playoffs. And now they kicking some ass and shit. What's up? (laughs) Yeah. But that um, but yeah, I think that the um, like I said, I think that the Houston um, the Houston Lakers one is gonna definitely, I feel, like I said, I feel it's probably gonna go seven. I thought honestly the Boston one was gonna end in five, Boston uh, Toronto because I was like they, <laughs> they had that going to sweep when Boston went up two nothing. A lot of people had yeah, that. they ain't got hands. You know, which we'll call it. Uh, I had high hopes for Milwaukee, but they're about to get swept. By the time you guys hear this, they probably would have got swept by the time y'all hear this. shit happens in um, <laughs> Greek mythology and shit. <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> so what else you got, kid? <laughs> um, speaking of uh, fuck shit. Um... Did you see? Did you see the two million dollar request? Uh, oh, for- oh, 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 <laughs> oh, well, thank you. I forgot about that. We <laughs> on my show. Yeah, I reported that on my radio show. So, Dr. Dre, Andre Young, government name, and his wife Nicole Young filed for divorce a little earlier this year. She filed, Irre- by the way. Well, she filed. Okay. Irreconcilable differences, you know, the Hollywood celebrity couples, yeah. The Hollywood term. And then um she initially said that it was no prenup, but then it proved that Dre was like, We did sign a prenup in ninety six. But then she tried to come back and said, Yeah, but um but she was like, uh, he had the lawyer come in and then like she felt she said she was felt like she was forced to sign it. And then she said a couple years later after she signed this, she said that he ceremoniously tore it up to show that, yeah, I trust you, but... Sounds like bullshit, but continue. That doesn't mean anything. Like, you could tear up a piece it of might, It probably didn't even happen, but even if it did, it doesn't even mean... Even if it did happen, that doesn't void the contract if you tear it up. Sounds made up to that's me. Cinema, yeah, that's cynical right there. That's, I'm going to tear this up. That, that, no. That's Jay wouldn't have tore the contract. He might have slapped you, but he wouldn't have tore it up. Yeah. Uh, too soon. If it was like 30 years ago when he beat the shit out of D. Barnes, but go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> His one. Okay, never mind. But why they call the headphones beats by Drake? But go ahead. <laughs> oh my bad. Somebody's gonna get mad at that as uh, a domestic violence joke. But go ahead. I was making fun of domestic violence. But go ahead. <laughs> but she made a request, and mind you, she's still living in their Malibu home. Still living. She's still living a good life, like the chick like that, that our mom made fun of and shit. Yeah. <laughs> Who had the raggedy teeth and shit. Yeah. But Dre, I don't know what that commercial was for. It was one. Of it was them. for a lawyer thing or whatever. It wasn't but Jeffrey she, Leving, but something like it that. Was it wasn't him. William Pentis. I don't know. I was thinking about lawyers that I know. I don't. <laughs> but Dre is still paying for the cost. He's still paying for all the home expenses. Yada yada yada. And also keep in mind they have two adult children, so it's no child support. It's not an issue because they have grown kids. But she's saying that she made a request saying that she needs $2 million a month. A month in spousal support. 
um to keep the the lifestyle up that um that she's become as Chris Russell that she's grown accustomed to. Yeah. Now, just a quick breakdown of her stuff. Offhand, I saw that she said that for her phone, internet, and cable, that's twenty thousand dollars a month. Mm-hmm. What are you calling Jesus? I mean, like, who who are you calling for twenty thousand dollars a month? Like, I look at my I look at my cable bill. I look at my cell phone bill. I look. Even when I add everything together, I'm like, that, it ain't $20,000. Like, what do you spend $20,000 a month on? Then she said that her entertainment is $900,000 a month. Ooh. Clearly, I'm doing something wrong because I'm entertained by Netflix and by Amazon Prime. So, I mean, I'm selling myself short if I'm entertained by streaming services that are under $30 a month. So I'm selling myself short right now at this point, I feel like. Because this lady needs nine hundred thousand dollars to entertain herself a month. Most people, most people don't even get nine hundred dollars like to entertain, let alone nine hundred thousand. Exactly. Like I said, Netflix, Amazon Prime, Boomerang. I, I, I'm entertained by my streaming services. Um, then she said that she says she does charitable contributions of one hundred twenty-five thousand. Um, her mortgage payment was like another hundred thousand, I think, a month. So it's like she was just naming like all the different stuff. I don't, um, I don't think Nicole is going to get two million dollars in spouses. She's going to get something. I don't think it's going to be two million. And I'm just looking like she said college education sixty thousand a month. What school are these kids going to if you're paying sixty thousand a month for tuition? Like what? What college? What? What, what, what school education? What that school that Theo tried to go to on the Cosby Show when he tried to ask Cliff and Claire for the money? He said, I was going to be a chemistry major at this school, so I need money and shit. You remember that? The school in the country. <laughs> I, need be a, I need lab fees, so chemistry. Lab major, fees. Yeah, for my lab fees. Accidentals. Uh, and then Cliff gave him accidentals. <laughs> that, um, that I, Dr. Dre and Nicole's kids go to was that school. But she really tried it. So, like, clearly she's not going to get $2 million a month because – I mean that's twenty four million a year. So do you really need twenty four million dollars a year to survive? And she wants five million for her lawyer fees as well too. A lot of people forgot. <laughs> you want to see him to pay her lawyer fees too? What lawyer did you have? Five million dollars? <laughs> she got the advantages of lawyers out there. Like what? What is she doing? Like what is she doing? But and then we saw what you call it. Um, who was it? Was it Cam Newton? What about I think it Cam Newton? Then, like his child's mother, I think it was him, but not quote me. I think it was him who said this. But she's only asking for fifteen thousand dollars a month, and she has four kids that are under six. Mm-hmm. I think I said I think it was Cam Newton. I'm not 100 percent sure, but it was another person. And I saw just the drafting contract. Ray got way more money than Cam. That's why. <laughs> so she's going like she's going to aim high. That's why, because she knows she's probably not going to get too high. Let me so when I saw, million, maybe I get um seven fifty a month or something like that. When I saw, yeah, when I saw the um when I saw the fifteen thousand, and some people were posting, I'm like, that's actually very reasonable for what she's asking. I said because you see, women with one child ask for fifty thousand dollars a month. And this lady got four kids by this man, and she's only asking for fifteen thousand for four kids. So I said that's very reasonable. So 
just the contrast of seeing those two out. The contrast with these two divorces is another one that a lot of people aren't talking about. Um, the forgotten couple, Keisha Cole and um, Booby Gibson, oh, right. they're going through theirs, but um, <laughs> they're having a very amicable divorce. Like it looks like, yeah, yeah, I saw like, that. Um, he said no spousal support. Like neither one of them, because like who would even ask? Like, I thought about because Booby's out of the league, so like, so like I don't know who's I don't know who's doing better at this point, Booby or Keisha. <laughs> so it says no spousal support. It says um, they're not asking for child support either for their ten year old son. They said they just whenever one of then one of them's care like they they covered expenses so nobody's paying child support. Okay. They also agreed not to make disparaging remarks about each other or their families in public. So no tell all books or like no documentaries. None of that'll be going on. So. This right there is called maturity. Yeah, when you so get to the point, like I'm sure, a nice I'm sure it took a while to get there because their child was ten now and they've been going through their separation for a while now. I'm sure it takes a while for you to get to that point, mm-hmm. but. Once you get to that point, that's true maturity. Yeah. It is. That's maturity. They it's not, I'm going to like, yeah. I'm going to hold it. Mm-hmm. No. Maturity. I'm going to hit you where it hurt. I want this amount. For, no, don't do that. Well, fuck this bitch. <laughs> like, no, don't do that with each other. You guys have a child. At some point, you guys weren't love enough to create this child at some point. And y'all were a loving family once upon a time. So, like, yeah, yeah shit. shit yeah, wasn't all bad. Yeah. yeah. Uh, she like, was in love with him. Like, yeah, like. like the name Ted, yeah. The name Ted. And like the loving look she'd give him when she I. She'd be looking at him like. Keisha loved her some booby back in the day. Uh-huh. And I'm sure booby loves Keisha's boobies. Yeah. <laughs> yes, you have got some nice ones, as John Witherspoon said in House Party. Okay. <laughs> But it does come to that point where you have to reach that. And I was looking at both of those stories the same day. Dr. Dre and Nicole and then Booby. I'm like, it's like the complete contract. I'm like, no spousal support, no child support. And we're not going to shit on each other in public like they want. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel like unless you absolutely have to involve the law, mm-hmm. you should be able to work that out with, uh, even if you're not married. So maybe this might just your child's father, child's mother. You guys should be able to just work it's that matter out. matter if the courts are not involved. I know a lot of people like the courts involved because you put it in writing, but um, firstly, yeah, like, keep the fucking courts out of your house. <laughs> yes, if you can do that, I would say if you can do that, but some people you have to put, you have to put, if you don't fuck shit, you gotta put it in writing, but um, like if a guy tells you, I ain't got no money, and then you see pictures of him in Vegas, what? <laughs> what? It's like you asked for money for a kid for back to school stuff, and they said they ain't got it. Supplies, and then you got J's on it. And you posting all like, your pictures of your uh, limited edition Jordans. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fuck shit. Like you said, that's fuck shit. Mm-hmm. But you should be able to work out stuff amicably, I think. I think you should be able to. Like I said, unless you have to put those. Mm-hmm. You know, those structures put that fence around it. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you should be able to do it, though. But congrats to um, them for being mature adults. For having a nice, um, quiet divorce. A lot of people probably didn't even hear about this. I just happened to see this story when I was reading the Dr. Dre story. It was posted, like, um, in a different article. I was like, look, this is a nice, yeah, quiet, like, friendly divorce. That's why I didn't get no headlines. It's Dr. Mm-hmm. Dre shit is some fuck shit, so that got all the headlines. <laughs> yeah. This one is like they quiet, nice, friendly divorce. So like, let's push that to the back page. Yeah, we don't want to talk about that. She probably gonna get at least half a mil, at yeah. least. 
least that's why she aims high because like yes yeah, so I, I asked for two million if i get five hundred thousand a month that's still a w <laughs> yeah <laughs> very mm-hmm. much so and you can live whatever life you want to live with five hundred thousand dollars a month mm-hmm. <laughs> you can live whatever life you want to live mm-hmm. i'm just saying like <clears throat> um I can go here uh, since we talked about divorce. I will talk a little bit about love. My show premiered this weekend, Black Love. Yay. I was so happy watching it. Because, I mean, I like, I really like it. I'll let you talk about that because I don't watch that show. So you can tell me who I was on there. and Um, Some of the notable couples that were on there, Bill Bellamy and his wife, Dulé Hill and his wife. Um, Jamel Hill was on there with her husband. Okay. Um, Dana Dane was on there with his wife. I was like, oh, nice. Oh, okay. like, Dana Dane was on there with his wife. I was like, okay. <laughs> Those were like the um, celebrity ones. Because, you know, they have like celebrities mixed in with, um, you know, just um, non-celebrities. Well, like get the people to watch the show, but then say, yeah, well, check out this couple. That's all. You need the celebrities to get to draw the people in. That's to draw the people in. Then mm-hmm. they feel like just regular couples. Yeah, but here's another couple you might want to see like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's it was nice uh, watching uh, their stories like unfold, and I mean, I, they do like, like I like the couples that they select because it's not just everybody. It's like, yes, and I met him when I was five. It's not everybody is not Corey and Topanga. Well, we met at five and we fell in love, Corey and then we got Topanga. We were first, and we were our first, our last, and our onlys, and <clears throat> which does happen, but yeah, that's very fair. It's the only person, yeah, like, yeah, it's the only person I've ever kissed, I've ever made love to, like, that, that's very, it happens, but it's like, it's cute, rare. that's cute and all, but. Super rare. Let's hear some real Quite stuff. Like, let's hear- 1% rare, I would say, as far as couples. Like, let's hear some stuff that people are actually going through some things, you know, because, like, Dana Dane, they had some stuff on him and his wife because, uh. His wife, when he first met her, she was like still legally married because she was separated from her husband. You want some real fuck shit? <laughs> he was living, yeah. He was living in England. She said at the time, and then they had a son who was like nine. And then her son was like, "Mommy and daddy, are you going to get back together?" So you know, she was like, that was in the back of her mind always. Like, am I going to try to make it work to keep my family together? Mm-hmm. But then she met Dana Dane, and they started kicking in everything. And then her husband. Then her husband came back, and then her husband decided, I don't want this life no more with me. Because, like, he was like, he had his own life when he was seeing other women. Obviously, he lived in England. Yeah, yeah, he came, bitches. He came back, and he decided he wanted his wife back. So then, her being, well, you know. Yeah, she got Dana Dane now. <laughs> no, but then she had Dana. But then, her in the back of her mind is, do I owe it to my child to try and make my relationship work with his father? Pretty sure the father yeah. was trash. Come on, Dana Dane. Yeah, he was. Because Dana said, not, not even gay, but like Dana Dane versus whoever that father was. Because <laughs> Dana Dane said that when he came to the house, trash. Whoever the husband. he said that she was trying not to let him in. And then she said that her husband came from like the hallway from the back, and then he was like, "Oh, okay." So I mean, like real. This is a real life scenario, real situation. You show up at your girl's house, and then her her ex or not so ex is still at the house. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> <That's> yeah. <up. laughs> but they they got past that and they came together and they're married now. They've been married eight years now. So, you know, cause I like that they show other aspects, not just the, you know, not just that, you know, side of it. Mm. But 
that was one of the knowable uh, stories. I love you. I love you too. Like, nah, show like people go through real shit. It's like, <laughs> you gotta show that shit. Yeah. Oh, and Dulé Hills, why she was on Ballers. Like I said, I don't watch Ballers, but she was on. Her name, Ballers, is, yeah. her name is Jasmine something. She oh, she Ballers. played, um, what's the name, mom? Jasmine Sullivan? No, not Sullivan. That's Jasmine Sullivan's a singer. Jasmine played, Sullivan. Um, I can't think of the character's name, the one um that was selling cars at one point on the show. I can't think no. of <laughs> And he became the GM like later on. Like she played Oh, okay. Yeah. He played with GM or like one of the teams. For one of the LA teams, I want to say he became the GM or, Yeah, because uh how they met Matt because played of, his wife. I know who he's talking about. Yeah, cause how yeah, because how they met, she talked about like how she tried to friend zone him basically, and he was like, "You ain't friend zoning me, basically," because <laughs> she didn't. She wasn't trying to go there, you know. She was trying to go there with him, but she was just trying to focus on her craft and not trying to. You know, she like, "I got my show balls on my own. Like I got it without nepotism. I got this role on my own, and I don't want any extra yeah. stuff around it." And then, especially for women, it's easy for the women to get distracted. Like not on no um sexist shit, but um. Mm-hmm. Like guys, like we can um focus on um grinding out the career and uh, the personal life, but women is like they scared for fall in love. Then I'm not gonna want to act anymore. So she probably and she talked about that too later. That she she talked about like how um you know when they got married and then like right after they got married, then they got pregnant with their son and then you know and she was like, Simon is her name. She's exactly the character. Simon, yeah, she yeah. Played, um, Char um Charlie Charlie's wife. <laughs> Yeah, cause I couldn't think of her. I was like, I knew it was an S. I was like, Jasmine something. Yeah. But um, she talked about, like, the regret of, like, you know, that he's able to move around. You know, she felt like some of that resentment to him like, after she had their baby. And then she's like, you know, like, your life isn't impacted like how my life is impacted. Because as a woman, she talked about that. Because so it's quite easy for her to get in the character on Ballers because her character on Ball spoiler, but yeah, like the show was like five years old. But yeah, the, <laughs> the character her character was like that, you know, being the wife of a football player is like, yeah, dealing with that. It's like he's like, yeah, on the road, like going to practice and you gotta take care of home. So like she probably was able to get in the character, but like some of the stuff she was going through in her personal life, like being mm-hmm. with an actor or a celebrity, like that, yeah. Mm-hmm. So she probably yeah. was put some of that into her ballers character. Yeah. But yeah, she talked about that. So I mean, it was it was good though. Like I said, I suggest you guys watch it. This is season four, I think, of um, Black Love. The Black oh yeah, Love. she's not ugly too. So yeah, good job, Dulé Hill. Uh, <laughs> I thought she was pretty cute. <laughs> good job, Dulé. Nice job, Dulé. Dulé is the black guy from Psych. For those that don't Psych, know, yeah, he's on Suits. Yeah. Um. He's on some other stuff. I know him. It's the black guy on site. That's I know, like, uh, back in the day, he was a tap dancer. Like, he actually, uh, he, he was part of, like, the tap dance. Well, like, shout, out, shout out Brill Barrett and shit. Like, Savion, like, during that. Yeah, he was out during that time. He's a tap dancer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, um, watch Black Love. It was very good. And, so- uh, and more Black Love we got, uh, Mr. Tyler Perry. You saw Mr. Tyler Perry. Tyler Perry is weird. Love him. Love him or hate him or like his movies or don't like his movies. He's Tyler Perry is billionaire. now a billionaire. Not M, a B. That's a B. That's not an M. That's a B. Bill- I knew he was like 500, 600 million. I knew he was getting up there. I was like, he getting up there. When he built Tyler Perry Studios, you know, so he got to be close. Like, 
Anybody yeah, that can afford to build that got to be close to being a billionaire. <laughs> he knew that. Uh, he knew his net worth was up there when he built that studio in Atlanta. Yeah. So, okay, it got to be up That's there. That's bigger than Disney and Paramount and what else combined. It's bigger than yeah. all those lots combined. Yeah, all of the um L.A. lots like is like. Warner Brothers, yeah. <laughs> and it's the biggest one outside of California. I know, like, yeah. yeah I know that much, yeah. So good shit, though. Tyler is now a billionaire. It's official. And he brought back his shows on BET because, like, uh, House of Pain got back with new episodes. And, like, now they're all grown now because China McClain, she's grown now. The there. girls are grown up now, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then one of them got- was on Empire when I think the middle girl was on Empire. She played, um, one of the, the oldest one was on Empire, yeah. The Sierra, yeah, Sierra. Uh, what's his name's girlfriend on there? The oldest, Andre. Yeah, Trey. Yeah, I remember seeing because I kept on looking at her face and I'm like, why she looks so familiar? And then when I was like, that's from Daddy's Love. I was like, no, I was like, she's an adult now and she's being kind of messy. No, played on Empire. <laughs> now I feel really old because I remember she was a little girl and Daddy's little girls. Yeah. <laughs> now I feel old. Yeah. But, um, oh, and then he brought back um, Beat the Browns. He got another show, Assistant Living. So, Tyler, he doing it. He got BET shows. and I think he got, um, I think he's a partner with BET Plus as well, too. I think so. Service, I think, something like that. I think so. So He's he's, um, a part part owner of BET Plus, like they knew streaming service. So. Black man, get your money. <laughs> Black man, get your money. So, I mean, like I said, love him or hate him, he's a billionaire now, so. His fans love him, and that's all that matters. Like, yeah. even if you don't, his fans definitely love him. <laughs> yeah, you asked for a seat at the table, I built my own damn table. <laughs> he said, this Hollywood. I got my own table. All his land where they once owned Negroes is now owned by one Negro. <laughs> that was a bar. That was a bar. Tyler Perry dropping bars. Man. I said, okay, Medea. Okay, Medea. <laughs> dropping bars on your ass. <laughs> All right, Medea. I see you. I see you. Yeah, but he did the damn thing. Um, and I watched his um on the, the tour he did on YouTube of going through the Tyler Perry studio. He's in this little golf cart. That's how big this shit was. You couldn't walk around. So you had to drive around. I want to do like, hopefully when the pandemic lists and everything, because I did try to call and then they said they weren't doing private tours yet, but hopefully they will do private tours. Um, No time soon, but I know what you're saying. But I mean, like, hopefully all this bullshit is over. Hopefully our mom is still able to do it. And I would love to take our mom on a tour of that because she loves Tyler Perry. So that's something that I would want to do. Is- no, like that's the mansion where they shoot the haves and the have-nots right there. You point that. Because he pulled that's that really up. Cool. And it's like, he said, this looks look familiar. Like, this is the house we do half and the have-nots right there. Yeah. And they actually have a replica of the White House for the yeah, old one. Like, that's what he said. It's the only, like, um, life-size replica of the White House. Because you've mm-hmm. seen um other like it's been other Oval Office replicas like but uh so we actually have like um feel. You could actually walk like walk into the building and actually feel like you're in the real White House the mm-hmm. way our set is it's like it's an exact replica of like how the White House is set up mm-hmm. so a lot of people use that if you're doing a movie about the president like they they could film it there right do that stuff yeah mm-hmm. no nope. And so we'll touch on this briefly because it's old news now, but also filmed at Tyler Perry Studios was um the versus battle between Brandy and Monica. We'll touch on it a little bit because it's old now. Mine. So you were um in heaven because that's straight your era. <laughs> I wrote down the uh, I wrote down the stream. I said 
Unless Gen Xers and millennials are having a field day with this, because <laughs> I was singing all the songs. I'm like, oh, this was out when I was in high school. Ariana was like, I like this, mommy. So Ariana did enjoy the. She did enjoy it. She was having a good time. Over a million people logged on. It was the biggest one so far. Mm-hmm. She enjoyed it. Ariana still Snoop Dogg and DMX, but that um, had the most viewers though, because it was mm-hmm. over a million people logged on to that. Yeah. So well, it was think, good though. Well, we wrap up. What do you think? <laughs> um, I think Monica edged her slightly, slightly, just a little bit. Okay. Because Brandy played a couple songs, and I was like, "What is this?" <laughs> like, I was like, <laughs> yeah, "What I hate about the artists—they <laughs> just play your hits. Like, stop. Um, fuck the album cut. Fuck the new music. Just, just play the." Because she played some song, and I was like, "I had no idea what it was." I was like, "I don't know what it was." Yeah, I got an album coming out. Um, in October. Like, who gives a shit? Cause she but came out strong when she down. played. <laughs> when she played, why don't you return my car? She came out with that. I was like, okay, I don't need this bullshit. I'm like, yeah. Well, I was like, yeah. On that one. yeah, he snapped. Darn well, he snapped. Like, oh yeah, he snapped on that. Beat. He snapped on that. He snapped. I was like, okay, that's how you come out. You come out the gate strong. Let's say you, you know, using him as inspirations for my beats. God damn it. Yeah. And then Monica came late with the uh, song I forgot about. She came, like this and like that. I was like, hey, that was a jam. I don't even remember that song. <laughs> it was on her first album. Because she went back and she was like, yep, I'm going back to Miss Thing. When I was Miss Thing. And when she hit that, I was like, okay, you playing songs that, you know, we forgot about. Back so, back. yeah. But I mean, I like when people go back. Like to like album one, you know, and then you'd be like, okay, you can go back down memory lane. And I knew uh, Brandy was gonna beast it with um, with the I Want to Be Down remix because like she started with the I Want to Be Down and then she went to the remix. Skip the moment, let's chill with some Alize. Yeah, she hit like Sleepless Part. Yeah, yeah. Boy, and that's the only line anybody knows from that song. The moment, let's chill with some Alize. <laughs> <laughs> Let's wrap this thing up. <laughs> well, that's it. Not another damn podcast. One seven one. Appreciate each and every one of you supporting. If you want to support further? We got a couple of things y'all can do. You can hit our Facebook fan page. Not another damn podcast. Do that. Also, subscribe, share, rate, review. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn, SoundCloud, iHeart, TLC Talk Radio. What up, Tasha? Hey. Just had a birthday, by the way. Yeah. yeah. Woo! 21. <laughs> Forever 21. <laughs> shout out Erica had a birthday as well, too. Yes. Happy birthday. Erica Perth. And this will shout them all out. And you can um also follow me at Ozman the Wizard, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Oz Radio on Snapchat and Facebook as well. And I have streaming now your 90s and 2K classics on my OzRadio.net station, The Bar. And you can check me out, msima 8626 on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Mm-hmm. Also, S-E-R-8-G-U-L-L-E-Y-1 on Twitter, mm-hmm. S-E-R-8-G-U-L-L-E-Y-7 on Instagram. Mm-